Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigators Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com. You guys have been hearing uh, for a long time about how much I love Crosstrax, but now you're going to hear from somebody else. So we got George Gerges here. George is a member and user of Crosstrax. George, tell me real quickly what you love about Crosstrax. The simplicity of using it and the ability to customize everything that you could do with Crosstrax is awesome. It actually allowed me to take the way that I do my business and implement it into their system. And not only am I able to manage 10 or 15 cases, I'm able to manage 50 to 100 cases with the same effort. Fantastic. So Crosstrax, um, a case management system, they are SOC 2 certified. Basically, that's an encryption, really an upgrade. They're the only ones out there that are doing it. So please support this great sponsor that supports our show. Uh, check them out. The links are in the show notes. Crosstrax, if you're an investigator, you should be using them today. Check out the PI Institute of Education at piinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Welcome to show 150. Can you believe we made it this far? Well, thank you for your consistent support. And I'll personally like to thank Matt as well for letting me help him with this show. It's been a real honor. Today, our friend Brianne Joseph returns to promote her show. That's right, her show on VH1 and her marketing program for new investigators. So please welcome Sly Fox investigator and friend of the show, Brianne Joseph. And of course, your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everybody to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. I am more than honored and super excited and just all the really good stuff out there uh, to welcome my friend Brianne Joseph back to the program. Brianne, welcome back. Hi, thank you for having me again, my friend. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, those of you that have listened to prior episodes, I've been going all the way back to two and a half years or something since we've been doing this. Uh, they know that, that you've been working on a big project and uh, that project is coming to fruition. And and actually, the, at the time that this is airing, it, it'll be this evening that yes. uh, you have a television show that's that's airing on VH1. So congratulations. Thank you. It's so exciting. I, it's surreal. Like I really cannot, you know, it's one thing to say that you have a television show coming out, but like when you really sit in it and think about what that means, it's a really huge deal. So I'm really, really proud of it. 
Yeah. Yes, and, and those of us that know you and our friends have kind of seen it. If they follow you on social media, they, they, they've seen the, the progress and the process. And I, I always like, I go back and I laugh a little bit about you having microphones and hiding in a closet and doing, <laughs> and doing yeah. like extra. Yeah. Extra yeah. VH1 sent me like microphones to help with post-production. So mm. I had to get in the closet with the microphone and, and the script sometimes and redo some of the audio. So even when I went out of town, I had to bring a microphone with me. So I'm in a hotel closet, which was gross. Yeah. But, you know, I had to do what I had to do to help make the project come full circle. Sure. You know. sure, yeah yeah i mean i remember we we're in, in vegas and until that you're like yeah i'm sorry i'm I'm late i was in the closet recording some spots because <laughs> yeah, i'm like oh my god i want to get at this session but then they're like well we need these lines from you so i'm like okay let me hop in the closet real quick and i'll meet you down in a minute matt just give me a minute to get out the closet it's the right. most, most hilarious situation this is like removing the fourth wall here for television right <laughs> I know, but you know, what are you going to do? You, you, I, you can't be in two places at one time, but sometimes you have to be. So yeah. make it work. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're going to, I asked you on not only to, to talk about the show, but you got some other news too, which, which we'll get to in a little bit after the break. Cause I want to cover more of that. Um, but for folks that don't know you, uh, people that are just tuning in or new to, to listening to this podcast, um, uh, Sly Fox Investigations is your company. Um, so tell me a little bit about your background, where you're based, what you do, and, and then how you got involved with the, the program. Yeah, so um, I am Brianne Joseph, the owner and head investigator at Sly Fox Investigations. Um, we're an all-female private investigation agency. Our agency specializes in surveillance, primarily for workers' compensation fraud, insurance fraud. We basically work on the defense side of things. Mm -hmm. um, we also do family law, domestics, you know, child custody, infidelity, which is what the show is about, infidelity. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we're in, we cover the state of Louisiana, primarily southern Louisiana, New Orleans, Baton Rouge areas. Um, and we're just an award-winning, kick-ass, all-female agency. Yeah. I've been for about 15 years now. Right. Right, yeah. So you, you have a marketing background, right? Before you became a PI, that's kind of what you went to school for. Yeah. Um, and you got that whole other gig, which again, we'll, we'll get to that in later. Yeah. Um, but I know over the years that, that you have had opportunities for projects um, with television. Um, yeah. you, know, you and I have been friends for, for a couple of years and, and um, I know I've, I've seen you talk about it and, and um, you know, it, and every program, prior to this, it just wasn't right. Something you thought it was going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. And, and the situation right. had to be good. And kudos for you for walking away from things that, that smelled funny and wasn't going to be right. Right. Yeah. Um, so through the years, a lot smelled funny and it just wasn't a good fit for one reason or another, either they wanted to, um, to exaggerate what was happening or make me be out of character or something that just does not sit well with me or something that I thought would shine a, a bad light on the brand that I've worked so hard to build. So I just wasn't going to let anything like that um, just make us look crazy, which just wasn't that serious. Believe it or not, I'm not the type of person that's like dying to get on TV. It right. really has to be um, the right opportunity. And I can remember um, as far back as um, I was pregnant, my daughter's 10 years old now, and I was pregnant with her the first time a production company flew down to try to put a show together for me, it was Fremantle Media, and they're the ones who produced The Price is Right. Oh, wow. They 
Yeah, they flew down to try to put a show together. And it was the craziest experience because I didn't want my girls on TV. And so what they took that to me was they needed to create these Sly Fox characters. Mm, Wise Angels. Fantastic. It was the worst. They had, they were trying to play on our nicknames, right? So I had like Sly Fox and then I had like Fancy Fox, you know, these crazy names. But long story short, they brought in like this older lady. She had to be like 80 years old riding a Harley. They called her Enforcer Fox. It was so unauthentic. It was, yeah, it wasn't a good look at all. So obviously that didn't work and it was not something that I wanted to be involved in at all. So, you know, I've seen a lot and people have suggested a lot, but they were not the right opportunities, clearly. So that's for the last 10 years. Yeah. And I think as you're involved in this industry and, and, and there's a whole training aspect of what you do as well, credibility is everything, right? So when you, you attach yourself to something, especially something you don't have a hundred percent editorial control over, like there's a risk involved in there. Oh my God. I was so nervous for these because they were, I also had an opportunity with WeTV a few years ago. Um, WeTV offered me a position um, in the show. There was this PI in London that they wanted to head the show. And um, they asked me to be a part of the show some type of way, but they weren't, they wanted me to act out of character a little bit. And I just couldn't do it. I was like, I can't, that's not who I am. I'm not going to do it. So I passed on that one. And that was a really big opportunity at VTV. But everything um, that glitters is not gold. And, you know, you just can't, you can't bite every single thing that comes to you. It has to, for me, it has to feel right. And none of those things felt right until this opportunity. Yeah, they just hired Enforcer Fox instead. She's made yeah. it. <laughs> do it. You know, she'll handle it. because yeah. <laughs> She got a brand new Harley out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is not who we are. Please don't put it on TV. <laughs> right. It, it is, you know, all joking aside, though, it is something that, that it's concerning because of, um, you know, just our industry and what we do and, and, and the things that we're able to do and the credibility that we need to sustain in order to continue to do that, right? When you start talking about data privacy and research and you have, um, you know, elected officials that have a, an impression on what an investigator does. And if they see Enforcer Fox on TV, they're like, okay, this is a joke, these investigators, that right? Movie is out the door, honey. Right. It's like gone. You can forget about it. You know, and I would never want to put myself or my company in that type of life. I've worked too hard, Matt. It's like, it's hard building a business. It's yeah. hard growing a business. It's hard sustaining a business. Why would I throw all of that away for a television show? You know, that's not going to last forever. You know, whatever they portray me as on TV is what I'll have to live with for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm cognizant of that. And I, that's why it was really easy for me to say no to all of these products. Literally every year, somebody would call trying to do a show. It was just, it's not it. Yeah, I have a really good friend of mine that's in the entertainment industry. And he had gotten approached years ago to do a... Um, assisted reality, I guess is what you call it, right? Yeah. A quote unquote reality show. Cause he's an interesting guy, right? He's got triplets, which is the little oh, nuts. Wow. And, and, you know, he, he's got a very successful uh, media company. Like people know who he is, right? So that whole behind the scenes that Ozzy Osbourne made so popular, or the Kardashians made so popular, yeah. you're doing this stuff like they wanted to, um, um, start start doing a show. And he took meetings and they got this whole thing together and it got to the point where he's like, no, <laughs> this isn't me. This isn't my background. Like the things you're asking me to do, like, you know, this is not my life and I don't want to portray that 
you know, life. So very interesting. I'll tell you the, the, the thing about this show that I really love is that I was not only hired as talent on the show, but I was highly high, hired as a consulting, uh, as a consultant for the show as well. And, and I think it, that like that was first, right? The consultant yeah. was first. And then they were like, oh, wait a second. She, she'd be okay on camera, right? Yeah, at first, yeah, they hired me as a surveillance. <laughs> I'm going to start with you. But <laughs> as the surveillance consultant first. And then they were like, you know what? Let's throw her on the screen too. And I was like, oh, okay. Because the I was I had a say in how I looked and how the scene went. And that made me much more comfortable with doing the show because it wasn't because they wanted it to be so authentic to a certain extent that they were like, what, what would you really do? You know what I mean? They didn't want to like create something fake. So that's the great part about this show. That's great. I mean, I remember calling you on work related issues and you're like, I'm in a van right now. I'm filming. We're doing things. We're running around all over Atlanta. I can't talk. (laughs) Oh my God, look, let me tell you, it was so like crazy because if you're trying to do surveillance in an unfamiliar city, Atlanta is crazy. The traffic, I don't think I've been in worse traffic in my life, but like there's cars just everywhere. They're, they want you to, to talk about what you're doing as you're driving, but you're trying to follow the GPS and you don't know where the hell you are. Right. It was really challenging at some point and I, I had to question whether or not this was for me like a couple times because I'm like, this is a lot. I don't want to crash. Can we pull over and y'all ask me these questions? Cause I'm trying to focus on how to get <laughs> around the corner without getting hit. You know what I mean? It was just insane. Okay. But and you did call me in the middle of all of that. Oh, no, I did. And I remember, <laughs> and listen, I've been in a car with you in a non <laughs> surveillance situation. And, it was bad and I'm, I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm not, you can say anything further. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but happy to be alive. Die. That's all I'm saying. But did you die, Matt? But did you die? I no. didn't die. <laughs> and for for God's sakes, it was the city where you knew where you were going. <laughs> so, and it was a city where I knew where I was going. But that's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So it all worked out. Um, so I don't want to hear any complaining. It was good. So you yeah. all. So before we take a break, a quick break, let's just plug the show again real quickly and then, then we'll jump into the other things. So um, VH1 is is the show that it's on or the channel that it's on. What, what's the name of the show and when does it air? Yeah, so it is airing on the network uh, VH1. The show is called Caught in the Act Unfaithful and it airs tonight at 8 p.m. Central. And um, hopefully everybody will tune in and uh, get these ratings up. It's going to be a really cool show. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, obviously it's a, it's a weekly, right? Uh, every week they're going to. Yes. Every Monday. How every many episodes week. did they film? Oh, we're doing two episodes at a time. So back to back. Oh, okay. How many total? Like, back to back twice in two episodes. <laughs> the season is how many episodes? Um, it's six episodes. All right. Cool. Yeah. And there's, there's some, uh, uh, talent, right? Who's the host of the, the show? host is Tammy Roman. She has been in reality TV for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, actress, she's done a lot of sitcoms and different things like that. Um, and there's also um, Kevin Carr. He is a relationship expert. Um, and the whole premise of the show is basically folks bring their problems to Tammy with their relationships. She has a team, the relationship expert and her private investigator. Of course, I play myself as the investigator and we help her uh, bring these cheaters to, cheaters to task and, you know, 
work these cases and hopefully bring the uh, some type of resolve to the relationships at the end. And what's great and what's different about this, it's not um, that we're just busting cheaters left and right. At the end, the relationship expert does come in and try to see what went wrong, where it went wrong, and try to help them heal the relationship. So there is an element of healing in this too. So mm-hmm. which yeah and the host tammy like she goes way back she's like the, the beginning of of uh like reality television right she was in the real world i think season two right exactly yes yeah. and i think real world was like one of the first reality shows if i'm yeah. not no it, it i mean it, it i don't know if it was the first but it was definitely up there and yeah. uh i mean i remember see real, real world was always for me, it, it spoke to me a little bit more because it was based in New York, right? So it's like I'm not only am I seeing people from out of state that are now in my city, uh, and I'm you know at that age I'm twenty something, right? So it 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 was just something that was very very cool to me. And I actually met uh, along the way a bunch of the people that had been on the show. I think there was a guy Eric on the first season who was a friend of friend of mine, and I got to hang out with a, with a couple of these people. I think I may have actually met Tammy like long time ago. I mean, she was married at one point to a basketball player, I think. Um, and that's Kenny Anderson, I think, if I remember correctly. Doing the show because he was unfaithful to her yeah. at some point. And so she wants to help others in similar situations. So yeah. that's just the perfect host for this. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to help her do that. Yeah, that's great. It's it's, it's such a small world, you know. Um, and it, again, I, one of the things I love about New York is like you never know who you're going to bump into or run into. It's just like you see people like that around all the time or friend of a friend and you're at, at some rooftop and it's like, oh, well, there's so-and-so. Let me introduce you. Okay, very cool. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, you never know who you're going to meet. Yep. I, I can say I know like Brianne uh, Joseph, the Sly Fox. <laughs> Start name dropping. <laughs> Now, you know, if I'm crazy on the show, just don't tell me. We're just gonna act like nothing happened. We're just <laughs> we're just gonna keep it moving, Matt. Don't you know? Don't tell me if I'm crazy. We're just gonna believe it's all good, okay? <laughs> okay. They don't ask too many people to stand on boxes. So. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, they did totally ask me to stand on a box because I was too short for a set of pictures. So that did happen for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny that you thought that it was like a box of snacks for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> A snack so like, oh, you want to stand on the box because you're short I'm like, exactly oh. this is for you <laughs> i'm like oh okay um <laughs> i feel like your husband probably paid them to do that just to keep you in check <laughs> i can't believe it i'm gonna totally see that picture of me standing on that box it's the funniest thing that's so great so great um okay so we're gonna take a break real quick and then when we come back we're, we're gonna pivot a little bit because i do want to talk about training right it's one of the things you're actually known for and you got this great program um and something that's it it's really gonna take off now and uh, hopefully with the, sh- the show giving you exposure and and the passion that you have for our industry uh, all joking aside for folks that are just getting into the industry because it's one of the things you, you you're known for is that mentoring aspect to it so um everybody sit tight and when we come back we're gonna jump into that issue want full data access without a site inspection irb search gives you full social security numbers dates of birth up-to-date contact info, and so much more without the inconvenience or cost of an inspection. As an added bonus, you can access IRB data on any device in any location. You'll always have the best data anytime, anywhere. Visit irbsearch.com and use exclusive promo code PIPOD2021 for a free trial and 100 credits. Offer available for new and returning customers. Looking for an insurance agent that puts you first? 
Every PI business is different. That's why OREP Insurance can shop multiple markets to ensure you get the best coverage to meet your unique business needs. OREP's model is business by the golden rule, and for over 20 years, they've built their business by putting their clients first. So come enjoy a fast online application and same-day certificates of insurance at OREP.org. OREP has coverage for armed investigators, executive protection, and even has a separate policy for security firms. The application takes less than five minutes, so visit OREP.org today. OREP.org. It's that time of year again to visit Texas. If you've never attended a tally training event, this is the year you want to be there. The conference is scheduled for August 10th through the 14th in League City, Texas, which is near Houston. Visit tally.org for more info. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine available online or via hard copy. Visit pimagazine.com to learn more. And welcome everybody back to PI Perspective. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Today we have uh, my short friend, uh, Miss Brianne Joseph. I'm welcoming you back to the program. How are you? Oh my gosh, you are hilarious. I am good. I am good. So, so excited to be here talking to you. It's been such a long time yeah. since we had a chance to chat, but I'm super excited to have you. I wanted to chat more with you in Vegas, but you were too busy going in the closet recording spots. I love, I know. <laughs> a chance to hang out. <laughs> God, those folks have me in a closet, but you know, I'm out of the closet now. So. <laughs> All right. Moving, on. <laughs> Moving on to the next subject. <laughs> uh, I'm not touching that one. Um, so training, right? Training has always been a passion of yours. Um, yes. You told me it's such an amazing story when I first met you, uh, when I came down to New Orleans and we were hanging out yeah. about some of the struggles you had when you started your business and how, you know, you were kind of shunned and you know, nobody really gave you a chance. Nobody wanted to help you succeed. And it's something that, that uh, I think you not only took personally, but, but has this desire to change that uh, specifically for women in our industry. Um, it was something that you identified that, Hey, who, there's no voice for, for us. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you're doing now and, and how you got to that point with the training. Yeah, you know, when I first started, obviously they didn't have a lot of female private investigators that were in the industry. I think when I started, there were maybe 60,000 PIs in the U.S. Um, I think only 20% were women, only 3% were African-American women at the time. Not sure what the numbers are now, but I know back then that's kind of what it, what it looked like a bit. But yeah, I was really excited when I first got my license, was ready to like mingle and meet new people and network. So there was an opportunity for one of the meetings locally went down super excited had my business cards that i printed myself because i didn't have any money. i did the same thing staples i bought my business cards the staples printed them up you know you just go and you make it and you print it off the printer you know when you first start off that's what yeah. i did and i went down to this association meeting um and as soon as i walked in i immediately realized i was like oh there's really not a lot of women not a lot of people that look like me here and that which right. is that i noticed but i didn't even Think much about that you know i was like oh it was just like a little you know oh okay this is different but anyway long story short there came a point in time um where they asked to uh pass your uh business cards around so we're sitting at these long tables there's a guy sitting next to me and there's a row of people across from me 
And so I'm super excited. I pull out my little business cards that I just made. Print still warm from the printer. Right. They said, give it to your neighbor. So I go to hand my business card to the guy sitting to the right of me, and he turned his back to me. Wow. Like, oh, well, that's bad timing. I didn't even think anything about it. I was like, oh, bad timing. He's just talking. So I turned to the left to give the other guy one, and he said, no, thank you. So I was like, oh, no, thank you. Hmm. Now, there was, a, there was a woman sitting across from me. And when I went, to, I was like, surely the, this woman is going to interact. Right. I went to hand her the uh, business card and she, <laughs> she looked down at the menu, you know. And so I was like, Sorry. I was crushed. I was devastated, you know, and I was embarrassed above all, everything else. And, you know, I just kind of sat there kind of quietly and I just, you know, slowly grabbed my purse and my bag and I just left because I just, mm. I just didn't feel very welcome. And honestly, Matt, you know, when I went home, I cried. I really cried because I had such high hopes and intentions for that meeting because it was my first time, you know, mm. and I was, I was like, I mean, it's your professional association. You think they would help you yeah, out, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, I was like. For me, initially, I was like, well, who's going to help me? You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, I was looking to like, who's going to show me how and do, so I was really crushed. But I tell you, you know, about after 15 minutes of crying, I got kissed. Yeah. <laughs> <I> got- <laughs> and then we're all in trouble. Did you call uh, Enforcer Fox or no? You called Enforcer Fox. <laughs> it would have worked out if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, how dare they do that to me? I got really mad. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to do this on my own, you know? And I said, you know, I don't have to, I don't need anybody to do anything. I'll, I'll make it happen myself. And long story short, that's what I did. You know, I set out to create my own table, create my own way and just successfully, successfully have grown it from zero to a six figure brand just on my own. Mm -hmm. And I could not be more proud and to, to be able to have a platform like VH1 to come all the way from that moment of, despair to look at myself now it's like i'm yeah. super proud of the the journey well, well not only that i mean you've won awards in our industry right you yeah, forget about the tv stuff i mean that's cool you know and all that but it, but as far as the respect in the industry yeah. you know like people know who you are right pi magazine you top 22 investigators in 22 like you're yeah. on that list you know <laughs> sixty thousand plus investigators yes. you're one of the 22 people on there you know like th- that there's something to be said about that and um, that what I think is also very cool is you actually made the choice to go and, and teach and run training programs in, in Louisiana. So for folks that don't know, you know, that's one of the requirements for getting your license, right? You have to go through a program, um, and you're one of the instructors, you know, there are several out there that do it, but, but you made the effort to go and do it. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a testament of you saying like, okay, I'm, I'm upset that this happened. And now I'm angry and I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen to anybody else. I'm going to do something about it. Right. And it's so admirable, you know, that you, that you do, you did that and you're continuing to do it. And uh, it, it's why I always support with what you do. Like I'm, we, we make, we go back and forth people that if they know the dynamics between Matt and Brianna, like we're always challenging each other and trying to love each other. I got to freaking call VH1 now and get my own thing, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll go to ESPN. Who knows? 
I'll sit back and wait for you to do that. That's right. We we do. We do have that. And, you know, and I agree with that outside of the television thing, you know, for my whole career, I just established a standard for what I do. And um, I, I, I know the type of reputation the industry can have and has had yeah. in the past. And so I wanted to also um, just represent us in a really, really great professional light. Yeah. And so that was super, super important to me and super important to uh, my team. I told everyone, anybody that I hire, hey, we're at the top. We've got to stay here. There's a standard of excellence you know, there's no such thing as perfection, but we're going to aim for it. So when we fall short, we're still excellent. So you know what I mean? So we, we the, the bar is set. We kind of talked a little bit earlier about finding the right people to work and to who value that same work ethic. And it's not always the easiest thing to do. No, it's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. tough for somebody to be motivated when it's not theirs, right? They don't it want it, right? Uh, they're, they're punching a clock. And, you know, how do you create that passion in somebody, you know, and to me, it's always been, you know, just sharing the glory or, or, or you know, financially making incentives uh, doesn't hurt either. Um, but, but respecting the people that, that are with you and, you know, treating them as equals and, and um, just, just trying to be a good boss. I mean, yeah, I can always be better. Yeah. It's always be better on what we do but you know it's funny when you say that striving for excellence and nine and ending up towards the top that's something my grandfather used to tell me all the time when i was a kid you know oh, yeah? yeah he would say like always strive for 100 percent because you're never going to be there yep. but at least you'll know you'll you'll be around in the 90s you'll like, you'll be in the 90s yeah. and i really contribute and attribute my success to that standard yeah. um because it's like you 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 go so high in are you aimed so high so that when you, when you miss that mark, you're still excellent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still, you're still doing better than a lot of people that are around you. If you, yeah. if you, no, I, I think one of the biggest testimonies to that, is, you know, to reputation and all that are national message boards, right? So like when somebody says, I need somebody in the Baton Rouge, um, you know, New Orleans, Louisiana area, like who would you recommend? Right. And when you see like, tons of people posting like sly fox they're the ones you, you want to use you know oh you you have this matrimonial you have this workers comp like these are the ones you want to use right so it's the testimonials you're getting from your peers to me that is so much better than anything else right that's that's when you know that you're you're there when when your own industry recognizes you as one of the elites yeah that says something right yeah. um and and you've, you've gotten to that point you know people know who you are which is really neat yeah. And, and, and it all goes into um, good marketing as well in order to get to a place where you're recognized. And so, which is why I found the passion to show other people how to do that, because I've been in a lot of different things from a marketing perspective, and I've learned a lot along the way. And I, I started getting people coming up to me saying, hey, Bree, how did you do this? How did you do that? How do I get in? How do I market? How do I get myself out there? How do I get my name out there? And as, there were people in my inbox all the time, people just constantly, and time just wouldn't allow me to like individually have these conversations all the time. So I said, you know, let me just create a platform where I can kind of get everybody together and, and try to get the message out that way and help as many people as possible, which is why I started Six Figure Investigative Marketing. Right. Um, you know, and it started with literally from, from that idea of, of new people in the field wanting to know how to do things. Yeah. And, so and, 
And the thing that I love about it, and we were talking offline before we started, just because I wanted to hear an update on it. You've understood that the people that you're marketing to are people that are getting into the industry, right? So, so this program is specifically designed for folks that are just getting into it. And one of the things that the folks just getting into the program, not only do they not have any knowledge of what they're doing really, because there's no real pre-training going into this stuff, uh, they don't have money. (laughs) So um, I've seen people with marketing packages, you know, I've gone to conferences and, and they're trying to sell you this, this system, right? And it's a huge investment into that system. And it's like, you go and, and, and someone's giving you, the, you know, basically their life savings because they're, they're having this moment in their life where they're trying to start up something. So they're investing what they have left in a system that may or may not work, you know? Um, so the exposure there is everything for them. Whereas you've created a, a, a product um, and a community that is affordable um, that you're going to get those, um, uh, the mentorship, right? Which is super important. Uh, for those starting off and the tools to, to kind of get yourself running. Right. So you identified that and I commend you for that. And um, you have a, a special <laughs> uh, running for this particular uh, program um, to line up with the show. Right. So tell me a little bit about cost of this stuff and um, yeah, what the special that you're running now on it. Yeah. You know, when I first started, I didn't know where to start. I had no idea what questions to ask. You know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I approached creating um, a course just from that standpoint um, of putting myself back in the days when I first started out and what would have helped me? What questions did I need to have answered that I didn't even know I needed to ask? So I I approached creating the the course from that standpoint. So it's from a ground zero on, uh, I mean, everything from the legalities of the business all the way down to the investigative equipment and um, investigative software and it just just basics that we need to start to function as a successful investigator in this industry. But the best part about it is I went back to the mindset of, you know what, when I first started, I didn't have any money. <laughs> right. I didn't have any money to do any of these things. So the course also um, is presented from a standpoint of what are some cost-saving um, strategies to get the professional image that you need. Because to be a professional, sometimes it can get really pricey, you know, to put yourself out the way that you you would want to. But because I'm so creative, back in the day, I came up with all of these creative ways to cut costs. And I share a lot of that oh, in my course as well. Um, the course right now, because uh, my show is coming out tonight, and for this week, it's 97 bucks, which is amazing for all of Things. Yeah, if you're coming in, 97 bucks is nothing compared to shortening your learning curve or right. something. Um, but the regular cost is only 197 either anyway. So it's still not a huge cost. But because we have the show this week, it's $97 because we're celebrating success. And so mm-hmm. I want to see if I win. <laughs> no, that's good. So and the website of where folks can go to that, what is that? Yeah, it's privateinvestigatormentorship.com. Awesome. Yep. Bigger awesome. investigator marketing. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's been amazing to see that community grow actually since the first time you came on here and, and talked yeah. about it. And um, I feel like it's, it's, it's really paying off and, and having dividends now where, where folks are, you know, helping one another. And we were talking offline about this too, where it's gotten to the point where, okay, so it's, you're the, you've put the site together, it's your face, it's your brand, it's your, all that, but, it, but folks in it now are interacting with one another, not necessarily with you there, which is, awesome right seeing that 
is the most awesome mm-hmm. thing that I've actually witnessed because when I first created the mentorship site, I just jumped in ready to roll, had some live trainings, live sessions, which went really, really well, mm-hmm. great response from, and then VH1 calls and said, hey, we're going to bring life the show. You got to fly out to Atlanta. We're going to get you a condo out there for three months and you need to come shoot the show. I'm like, oh, okay, I just started my mentorship. You know, so I had to kind of pause that to a certain extent in order to I just can't be everywhere at once. So and then once we shot the show, then there was since they hadn't done a show like that before, there was a whole ton of post-production work that they needed me to help with. So my time was still stretched to like beyond capacity. And so I wasn't able to do all of the live trainings like I intended to do. But the great thing is that the network that was created of all of these like-minded individuals who all want to grow their brands and all want to learn to market. You can find investigators in your area. You, you know, it's just a great way for people to kind of socialize and find out who's doing what, what's working for you and just share ideas and collaborate. And that's what folks have just been doing in the meanwhile. And now that we have this course out, I have my sales and marketing course. That's about 80% complete which people, um, that's what I wanted to say too. I started the mentorship site for the newbies, but then people who have been doing it for 10, 20, 30 years started joining and saying, hey, marketing too. So then I had to kind of pivot a little bit and say, okay, so now I have these different audiences. So um, the it's an ultimate sales and marketing um, course that I'm creating, which I've really poured my heart and soul into um, just all of the creative things that I've worked that's worked for me how to get your name out there, the publicity that you can get for free that's that's I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that I can share. And I've shared a little bit of that before, but it's just on a much bigger scale with this course, which is going to be later. But the one that's out right now is for the newbies. And um, at the price point that I have it at, it's really a great skill. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely something you should consider if you're if you want to get into this industry. And that's, you know, I know there are plenty of folks that listen to the show that are actually aren't investigators, but they're just like, fascinated by by what we do <laughs> uh, yeah thanks for listening i also have a new store it's called slidefobshop.com there you go yes and it's all because people are always say do you have any t-shirts do you have any merch we just want to support you especially with the show coming out you know do you have any do you have a mug can we get a slidefobs mug and i'm like i don't really have any of those things but now I do. <laughs> so now we have slidefoxshop.com awesome. um, accessible through our website. Awesome. Do you have the enforcer t-shirt? That's the question. I have no, I'm fresh out of the enforcer t-shirt. They're sold out, right? Absolutely sold out. That's so, cool. <laughs> so of course I made that site just for those, just anybody who wants to support. But I do have some items in there that are that are just for regular private investigators too. I have shirts that say private investigator, which are really, really cool mugs. And I have things like, you know, all kind of the uh, tumblers, just all kind of cool things that are on the site that folks would really think is super cool. Well, that's great. I am so happy for you. And, and like, I, I insisted on you coming back on, uh, you know, I'm like, when your show is ready, you're coming back on and you're going to promote it. <laughs> you know, uh, for you and for your support and just being in my corner, like ever since I started, I really do appreciate you. You are definitely my brother and I am so proud of everything that you've done. I just want to say that because you are a force you are a force to reckon with. And I just like, look, I got to give you your props. 
Uh, smoke and mirrors. I got a good marketing person that's pushing everything. <laughs> I got a good marketing pu uh, person that's pushing everything. It's all smoke and mirrors. So, yeah, it's just not, it's, tell your marketing person he's doing a good job, okay? <laughs> well, why is it going to be he? It's a <laughs> oh, you don't want to right. Shame on you. <laughs> Have you not learned anything? <laughs> um, no, this is great. And I, I I love chatting with you. I love having you on. I love catching up and just seeing where you're at and, and seeing the, uh, the evolution of, of Miss Joseph, right. And the, uh, and, and the Sly Fox and all that. It's, um, it's fantastic. And, um, I, I want to say congratulations to you because this really is a big deal. Um, this, this show that's coming on tonight. Oh, I'm a little nervous. I can't even lie. I'm having a small watch party. Did mm -hmm. you watch party, but I'm having a small watch party. Um, at this venue and there's like these big uh wall floor to ceiling uh screens that it's going to be played on and we've got paint we've got drinks we've got food so it's going to be maybe 40 people or so just a small, little intimate viewing but um i'm a little nervous i don't know you know i know what i did in the show but i don't know you know how it's going to you know it's been edited right <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> Make you look crazy. You know, there's an element of like, oh, what's going to happen? You know. <laughs> so we're going to change you from Sly Fox to Crazy Fox. That's going to change your nickname. <laughs> I could totally wake up tomorrow as Crazy Fox. Like, right. it's a real possibility. <laughs> it would be good. So that big screen TV, that's probably the only way you're actually going to look tall. So okay. bask in the glory. <laughs> You'll be tall for one day. I am tall. I don't care <laughs> They, they, they really didn't have to give me that damn box. But. Your, your, your heart is tall. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to wind down here. Uh, again, I love you. I, I'm just, I'm so happy for you, man. You, you, you killed it. You knocked it out of the park. And, um, you know, just the professional um, respect that I have for you and, and, and all that. It, it's, it's great. You, you are my sister too. So I feel exactly the same way. And, and just because we we've grown our things at the same time, right. The tool toolbox and, and your marketing and your show, it's, we, we, we followed similar paths. And, uh, I remember the powwow, you know, almost three years ago, actually, it's going to be, I think three years in, in August where, you know, we first sat down with our ideas and said, Hey, this is what I'm, what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, and, right wasn't that a coffee shop it was yeah yeah, yeah. pull that laptop out and say hey i'm thinking about doing this i think i'm gonna yeah. call box and i'm like oh that's pretty cool let's see what's gonna happen with that so i remember from the ground up and then watching you just take that opportunity and just manifest it the way that you did man yeah. that is absolutely amazing and phenomenal yeah. it was all after a, 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 pro a proper new orleans lunch and having some grilled oysters and, and almost dying in a car at least three times. So. Delicious. So thanks for coming <laughs> down. I'll make sure you get more of that. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, Brian, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. No, Thank you so right. much. Um, you know, I can only imagine what you're going to be doing the next time we chat. So, um, yeah, congratulations to you. And uh, we'll, we'll catch everybody on the next show. And and please check out the her show tonight. And if you're listening to a uh uh, a rewind of this episode or whatever, just go search it out and on VHone's website and check it out. And we got to support the people in our industry, people, you know, it's uh it's all good stuff. So um, thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next show. Take care. Congrats, Brianne on your new show. We know it'll be great and we'll be watching. So please make sure you check out the show and also check out her six figure private investigator site. 
privateinvestigatormentorship.com. The link's in the show notes. We also like to thank Crosstracks, IRB, OREP, PI Institute of Education, and Tally for sponsoring the show. So please support our great supporters. Have you thought about joining Investigators Toolbox? Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. Just use code PIP201836 to save 10% on the membership. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.